the three categories of mindset that we should have today and tomorrow are actually described quite well in the Siddur if you do Musaf. Musaf means additional, and these are the additional prayers that are done on Shabbat. They're done between Shakarit and Mikkah. And you remember that many of the guys would be going into my study to do Musaf prayers after we finish Shakarit, and the rest of us would get a line to eat. So Musaf, that's what we're talking about. So we're going to be doing Musaf prayers today. And, uh, and we're not going to do the whole thing, because it's, as you might imagine, it's pretty long on Rosh Hashanah. So I'm going to pick and choose so that I can help you to understand and appreciate the three areas of thought that should be on our mind today, according to the sages. I'm going to review those with you now to make sure that we understand why we're here and what we're doing. Once I'm done with this quick drush, and the kids are amazed and enthralled, then we're going to get the ladies who are nursing, praise God, back instant amongst our midst, and we'll begin to do the latter part of the Musaf prayers. The sages say that it's a mitzvah to hear the sound or the blast of the shofar a hundred times today. Now, if you've been here before, you know that shevarim is it's three notes. It's three notes, but it's one blast. Teruah is nine notes, but it's one blast. So we want to hear a hundred blasts of the shofar. And my job, my goal today, is that you can leave and have heard at least a hundred. Not counting the cacophony we heard a moment ago as people started practicing. <laughs> so what are these three things? And by the way, after we finish the uh, Musaf prayers and hearing the blasts of the shofar, that's when we'll move into the Tashlik service, which should not only be unbelievably meaningful to you as adults, but extraordinarily instrumental to you as parents in starting to mold your kids in a repentant or teshuva attitude to God most time. And Greg is going to do the whole teshuva thing and the whole tashik thing for me uh, today. Okay? So that's our plan. So the three things that the sages say that we should be focused on today are the kingship of God, and as we begin reading the great boxes over the next 10 or 15 days, that's what the focus is, the kingship of God. Secondly, we're going to uh, focus on remembrance. This remembering, we're asking God to remember us as we remember his commandments. And then finally, the shofar note, the blast of the shofar. These are the three things, so um, let's talk about that. First off, the, uh, the concept here is a second chance. I don't know if you know that. We had the opportunity to accept God as our king from the very beginning. And our representatives, Adam and Chava, chose not to allow God to be their king or their leader. 
or the one that directed their steps. This sounds so Christian in its mindset. Who is Lord of your life? Kind of thing. Well, who is the Lord? Who's supposed to be in charge? Who is it that calls the shots? Who is it that makes the laws? The king. He said that he would make his people a kingdom of priests. Got a kingdom. It demands a king. So, as we look back to the sin, to the fall, to the rebellion, where we rejected God as king, God fixed the problem of sin by sending his son. And then, if you think about it, we stood as one before the mountain at Sinai and got that second chance. I'm your king. Here's my laws. What did the people say? All that God has said, we will do. Okay, God, you're the king. So we remember today and every year where we blew it and where God fixed it. So he's the king. That he would remember us and not remember our sins is the second part that the sages say is absolutely inherent in what we do here. We are inconsequential. We're navel-lit to God. We're nothing. We're but a, <coughs> a ruach, a hand's breath to him. The grass comes up, and the grass dies. And we're just like that. Who are we that God should take mind of us, the scripture says? But he does. He desires that fellowship with us. He desires that we remember him and he remember us. Zikranot, the second part. So today, you should focus on remembering how you did last year. How well he was your king. How well you were an obedient servant to the Most High. Because we look to God and expect either that we would be children to a loving Father or servants of the Most High God. So whether He returns and treats us as children or as servants, we should still be obedient. So today's a day of remembrance that we would remember. How did we do last year? Oh my goodness. And I look back and I think, you know, I did really, really good on two out of 20,000 things. <laughs> and truth be told, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed with last year. I could have done better. I know a lot more of God's Word. I know some cool things. I can share my faith better. I can argue with you about anything you want, including math. But really, does that have any internal significance? Am I a man who represents Hashem in all his ways? Or just in the ways when you're watching this? Ouch. 
That's what today is all about. Remembering. And hoping that God maybe doesn't remember all those things. But that's what Tashlik is all about. We'll come to that. The final thing are the shofar wrote. The shofar blasts. And we actually hope and pray that God will hear the voice of the shofar. It's kind of funny. In the garden, it says that Adam heard Hashem walking in the cool of the evening. He heard him. At Mount Sinai, we heard his voice. What did his voice sound like? Is that like a shofar? Getting louder and louder and louder. Today, today, Hayom, God wants to hear. He's commanded us. I want to hear the voice of your shofar. That's why it's a mitzvah to hear the shofar. In the hopes that God will hear the shofar. And that we'll be reminded of the second chance we got at Sinai to make him king. So the big question today is, if this is the first day, how are you going to go ten days in? Is he still going to be your king? Or are you going to forget about it? This is going to be a quick minute. We need to pray that God would be ever mindful of us. And that we would be ever mindful of God. So as we as we blow the shofar, and I'm glad that many of you brought shofarim. Shofarim? Shofarim? A whole bunch of shofars. <laughs> let us let us take note. Let's hear. There's three different blasts. There's that tekiah, long, somber, kind of. Huh. What is that? Is that a car alarm? No, that's right. And then there's the shavarim. It's three notes, one blast, and it's like a wake-up call. Hopefully many of your neighbors have heard that over the past 30 days. <laughs> what is that guy doing again? What is that? <laughs> and the chirua. Not a wake-up call, but actually sounding an alarm as nine notes are hitting quickly. And then the tequila. And finally, the last one, the tequila goes in. These should, should bring up emotions in you. And we hope they'll bring up emotions in God as he hears these. And in the Kabbalistic way, as you read through this fine print in the Siddur or the Maksur, that's exactly what they're talking about. That God would hear these weird sounds and turn them into something. And fashion something. All I want to do it's wake up my soul. Wake up my soul. Amen? I want for our community an unbelievable awakening that lasts 
until we're back here next year. Amen? It should be, I'm sorry, others may, but I cannot. My king does not allow. It's a, it's a, a day where we acknowledge that we may be American patriots, all into the Second Amendment. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But that we have a greater king who's over not just the United States, not just the Second Amendment, but it's over the entire planet and overrules everything that happens in our lives. You may be walking in today thinking, all I did was just make it. I just crossed the finish line yesterday, and I'm tired. I just barely made it. That's okay. At least you made it. Let's, let's commit to next year. Let's commit that this next year will be over the top. I'm not talking becoming a monk. Diving into some yeshiva in Israel, although that would be cool. But how about walking through this world here in Charlotte, North Carolina, as a child of the king, and making it so obvious, not just by Zitzi, not just by Akiva, by what we refuse to do, and what we must do. Let's be known for whose we are. You know, the scriptures put a lot of emphasis on this shofar. And on judgment. This is Yom Hadin. This is judgment day. And yet at the same time, it's supposed to be one of the happiest days of the year. And those seem almost contradictory. But they're not. Because if you are a child of the king, when the king comes, it's not scary. It's cool. We read in the apostolic scriptures that those who love the Son have passed from judgment. But those who love not the Son, the very wrath of God resides on them. Amen? There is now no condemnation for those of us who are in Messiah Yeshua. When he comes, and it is our king who is coming, and he gathers up his elect from the four corners of the earth, as we gather up those zitzi, if you can find the ones in the back, <laughs> that's what he's going to do. He'll gather the wind in his fists, and bring all of his people, both dead and alive, back to Jerusalem, where he will reign as king. We look forward to that day. If we were to live every day as if that were going to happen like any minute now, I think it would stop me from talking about some of the, I was going to say a word that rhymed with rap, but I won't today. <laughs> I think it would stop me from talking about stuff that really has no bearing on eternity. And I hope that it will do that for you.
So we're going to try and make a lot of noise today. Hopefully some of it harmonious. Do you guys know how to do different tunes? So, um, so that's the deal. I'm done with that. Questions, comments? Kingship, remembrance, and the sound of the show.